Blake. I appreciate everybody coming in. We're on Spaces on Twitter as well, uh, chopping it up with them. We're going to talk about ball or fall with all these great quarterbacks, college and the NFL. We're going to talk about everything from Bryce Young to C.J. Stroud. We're here. Uh, what up, Sarah? I appreciate you joining us. Ah, okay. All right, you're I'm muted. Here. You're muted. Uh, we're on uh, Twitter Spaces, by the way, and we're here on our YouTube channel live, uh, one to four every day. We're here. Uh, everybody hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, Twitter Spaces can hear us too, and uh, they're you know they're asking about Sam Ellinger and everybody else. Uh, we're gonna also talk about Chris Sims' predictions on how he has certain quarterbacks ranked above certain people, and and some of it's mind blowing. Some of it's just being a fucking total slapdick, and wants to, he wants likes and retweets. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Make sure you head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe B L E A V. Also, Canadips, CanadipsCBD.com. Use the promo code Coach JB. Go get you some Canadips CBD dip, man. If you guys are dippers or use or you chew tobacco, it's a good uh, alternate, man. Go get some. Uh, use my promo code, Coach JB. Uh, appreciate everybody coming on in. Everybody on Twitter, Spaces. I've never done fucking Spaces. I, I hate anything new. Uh, my manager got me doing it. I'm trying it out. We're checking it out. Uh, there's been pretty good people on there, though. From what I, I thought it was going to be a bunch of fuck sticks like everywhere else. They've actually been real good. So I appreciate them on Twitter Spaces. Uh, Hopefully those guys come on over to YouTube and join the show live every day, especially right now. We got a lot to discuss. Let me get you started with the quote of the day. Um, I want to get you guys to understand something. It's on the ticker below. Don't underestimate me. I know more than I say, think more than I speak, and notice more than you realize. Some of you guys don't fucking think about shit before you say it, especially the Twitter gurus, the Instagram gurus, and TikTokers. You guys are fucking just talk. I, I made a thing, Sarah, the other day about Hawaii playing Vanderbilt. You know, you're mad at me because you're an SEC girl. And <laughs> I get it. And I'm talking about uh, from top to bottom. I don't think the SEC is very good. But I, but I wasn't just talking shit about the SEC. I was talking about every conference. I don't think there's any conference out there. Um, that is great top to bottom. I think with the transfer portal and everything that goes on nowadays, I think it's all watered down. I think it's all very, very uh, anyone's game, so to speak. Once you leave Alabama, um, we'll see if Clemson's done or where they had their five, six-year run. But, you know, we can go anywhere. Everyone wants to talk, and, and they don't listen. All I said was Hawaii should not have a kid go for 50 yards and run for a touchdown on a SEC team. I don't care how good you are and if you're a bad SEC team or not. They did. They went for 50, uh, like, in the third play of the game against Vanderbilt. And I'm like, and I understand. And then everyone, all they want to say, Sarah, well, that shit didn't age well. I'm like, really? Why? Did I say Hawaii was going to beat Vanderbilt? No, I didn't. And, and Vanderbilt better be fucking Hawaii by 60. Hawaii has no players. They have 50 walk-ons. Their whole team left last year after the coach was fired. So people don't realize that. They just want to talk. And that's what uh, I'm actually kind of uh, happy that uh, I'm actually kind of happy that the Twitter Spaces uh, deal kind of worked out just now. They were actually pretty well listened. I went on uh, 
uh, Zach Menaces Sports is in the house. Shout out to you. Uh, I went on uh, Zach's uh, spaces the other day for the first time ever doing it, and uh, and it, it sounded like a clusterfuck of idiots talking over each other. So I was like, fuck this, I'm out. I'm not doing that. So that's why I probably never wanted to do uh, the spaces thing. So it is what it is. Zach, I wish Zach was here right now. If he's listening, uh, we're going to do a thing called uh, Ball or Fall today. And Sarah's going to kind of take the lead and take the point on this. And we're going to break down college quarterbacks since I uh, I listen to Zach's show. And uh, I see how he kills it every day. And I want to uh, – I basically have about 15 quarterbacks I wanted to discuss. Um, top, My top 10 favorite college quarterbacks plus another five – that are kind of uh, miscellaneous that, that you could possibly move in that top 10 space. And then we also have the NFL quarterbacks. Who will ball this year? Who will fall this year? And uh, we'll see what happens. But anyway, that's my rant. I appreciate everybody joining us. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Sarah, what up? Hey. You good? I'm good. I want to hear I'm you a, fucking talk now. I'm tired of talking shit. Oh, my goodness. I, I feel like we have a lot to talk about as far as, like, ranting, especially when you have to deal with people on TikTok. I have to deal with – I'm live on Instagram right now, and I had somebody say that I need to lay off the tanning bed. Oh, wow. Really? And, and I'm I bet like – I bet you if, – if, if they said that to you, then that – remember – we have to love our fans, our haters. They're our biggest fans. But if they said that, I guarantee you it's a 600-pound life <laughs> fuck that just eats donuts all day. He don't fucking help nobody. He's never helped nobody. And that's who it is. So you should be fucking happy. And I bet you they're buying your panties online. I know. But my thing is I'm not white. Like, right. I- I'm a quarter Filipino. So they my skin color isn't... You know what I mean? Like I am white, I'm blonde, but I'm also I also have sh- like I, I don't know. I yeah. tan easily. I don't I go to the tanning bed like in December. But I'm always out in the sun. I have a farm. I have a Jeep. You know, I'm just like these people are ridiculous. Let me let me I wish I wish I had time to tan. Right? I, I no shit. Wish. I, I know. I was like, I talked to you twenty four seven, basically, just about show and all this other shit we have to go on going on. And I'm like, well, when the fuck did you do that? Um, no I gotta shit. throw the poll question out before I give you the show. I'm gonna hand you the show right now. <laughs> How old were you when you first had sex? That is the poll question, by the way, for everybody out there. So make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Jay's in the house. Jay Henry. Um, I'm sure he's rubbed one out or one or two out since uh, you came on the show. Um, what's the poll question? How old were you when you first had sex? Jay, how old were you? Fucking six? Let everybody know. Um, that is the poll question. Sarah, I don't know if you are you plead the fifth on that or what? Um I was married. <laughs> Just kidding. Really? <laughs> no. I wish, no. <laughs> I was um, wild. Were you wild? I was very wild. Oh shit! Is there like, is there like guys out there like from high school and shit, middle school? Like, yeah, you were. You were my first. How many do you think there's out there saying that right now? I don't know. I, I honestly like. I I think about that a lot. Where I'm like, I wonder what they're thinking. Like, oh my god. 
that's Sarah, you know, like, I wonder if there are people out there thinking that, but I don't really, I always, I was the dude in relationships. Like I just, sex didn't mean anything to me. It was what it was. And I didn't care about your feelings. Man, we got a lot of young whores in the in the chat. Everybody was fucking 14, 15, 16. I'm like, damn. Damn. I'm like, I hear that. Uh I think I guess that's probably the going rate. 15, 16, 17, huh? No, oh my god. You don't think that's the going rate? I guess so. I don't I don't know how old I was. Maybe I do. I just don't want to say it. <laughs> Hey, um, <laughs> oh shit, I'm just, all right, this is real, this is a buddy of mine, I did not know this at all, Sarah, you can read that. What does it say? Go ahead and read it. Oh my god. He, this is the O-line coach at Vanderbilt, I did not know he was there, good friend of mine, just texted me, um. I saw your TikTok about our goal line check to option. Loved it. Game, game ain't rocket science. You called it. Um, this is the offensive line coach at the University of Vanderbilt, by the way. Um, uh, good dude, by the way. Um, I have a question. Does Eli make him watch Star Wars too? Um, I don't know. Is that a is that a real thing? Yes. Do you know that story about Eli? No. So, God, I'm trying to remember the whole story, but basically one of his, I think it was one of his recruits was like, um, the reason why he can't recruit is because he's talking about Star Wars. Like, oh, <laughs> nobody shit. wants to go there because of that. Hey, jo uh, somebody at, David Clark told oh, me. That's Mizzou. That's Mizzou. My bad. Oh, yeah. David Clark said he was 12 <laughs> years old, had sex. 12? Yeah, 12 years old. 12 years old? That's like, yeah. who's the, oh my God, 12? I wasn't that young. No judgment, but damn. Yeah, no shit. I wasn't that young, I'm going to tell you. Um, I was not that young at all. Make sure you subscribe, become a member. So, Sarah, we got uh, we got some shit today, I guess. Um, I'm, I can't wait mm. to get into it. Um, oh, I've got notes. Oh, I hear that. Um. We will. We also have a trivia question for anybody that wants to call in later on and talk to Sarah. Starting next week, though, make a few announcements. Starting next week, by the way, um, tomorrow's on tomorrow's show. Um, we have James McCoy Taylor. Sarah, she knows more about him than I do. Um, and then, if you don't know who Texas Thighs is on Texas Thighs Instagram, I would follow her. She'll be on the show on Thursday, Thursday. Yes. And, uh, we can discuss everything naughty. But um, starting next week, our after hours after party is going to be a special situation where it's going to be members only. And not only members only, it's going to be uh, a new tiered member because we're going to actually have like a little after hours, like a real after hours where it's going to be a little more, uh, you know, a little more naughty um, with Sarah, her friends, uh and uh, we're going to do that starting next week. So after hours, after parties, going to be specific questions and answers from Sarah and her friends um, for the after hours, after party. We'll we'll announce it, but you're going to have to become a different stage uh, member. We're not trying to make a buck on it, but we're going to make it worthwhile because it is different than anyone else. So 
uh, I think it's worth it. And uh, so you guys understand that. That's kind of the deal. Uh, as you grow, you change. That's just what it is. So, um, all right, Sarah. Okay. I'm going to read some quarterbacks for you, college QBs, and you tell me if they're going to ball or fall. Oh, yeah. We're breaking into college this week, just today. I got you. All right. You ready? Yep. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, Zach's guy. Um, he's a SoCal native, by the way, so he's right here in, the, in my backyard. I got to see him growing up. Um, multi, you know, very talented kid. I agree with Zach on it. I don't know how tough he is, so that has me. So, so Zach, Zach Smith, Minister Sports, he's on every Monday. Uh, he was in here earlier. Um, you guys got to understand, um, he don't believe he's very tough-minded, and I kind of agree um, watching him grow up. Um, the, the bottom line is everyone's asking, is it's going to be him or Bryce Young to win the Heisman? I guess those are the only two. Bryce won it last year, so another Southern California native, by the way. Um, you know, I say he's going to ball um, because Ohio State is going to ball. I think they're going to they're going to be good. I don't know if Ohio State's good enough to to win the Natty this year. I think they are good. We'll see, you know, against Notre Dame. But I do think he's going to ball. Um, but but it could, it's one play away, Sarah, from him disappointing too and and, and being average subpar uh, like DJ was at Clemson last year. So it's going to be interesting. I think he balls just because of their schedule, because of uh, they don't play Michigan until late. Um, we'll see if Penn State gives them any problems. But... I, again, I don't know if he's a guy that equates to the NFL either. Um, but I do think he balls this year, for instance. If we're just talking this year, I think he balls. I agree. I think he's the best college quarterback this year. Over the Heisman winner? Mm-hmm. I think he's the best. Really? How do you – like, so this guy just won the Heisman as is basically his first year playing, and he's back. What makes you – How Bryce does, Young? Bryce Young. So, how did he jump Bryce Young? Um, in your in, in your opinion, when when Bryce went to the Natty, he won the Heisman. He's battle tested. Uh, he's probably got the best roster from top to bottom uh, surrounding him. Um, That's a rebuild. Saban said it's a rebuild. Of course he did. <laughs> it's he's a rebuild recru- year. He's a recruiter. You know what that means? That what he <laughs> said right there was a recruiting tactic, mm-hmm. and it and it and it lets everyone know. Oh shit! Alabama's rebuilding. We can try to go there now, and it's a it's a thing I used to do all the time. So it, it's a great tactic. Uh, Alabama's not rebuilt. They're rebuilding in his eyes because they lost last year, and I think every year they're in a natty and they don't win. They're rebuilding. Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like as CJ Stroud. I I think that he has different opportunities, and he's in a good program for him and I would like to see him excel in that and I think that he's going to be given the tools to do so at Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're we're going to see. I We want to talk about strength schedule bottom to top. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about strength of schedules today as well in these conferences um because I just I I I had it out with you earlier. Um <laughs> but who would you rather be? I guess I'd be C.J. Stroud in that conference. Then I guess I, I, I got to go through A and M. 
I possibly got to play Georgia maybe twice. Um, the conference, I guess, favors C.J. Stroud, if that's what you want to say. But Yeah, I, I agree with that. So I don't know. Okay. Um, but I think he'll ball. All right, let's see. Notre Dame's quarterback. Tyler. <sighs> I don't know if I don't know I, I don't know if he's uh who is that? What's his name? Tyler Buckner. It's Buckner. Oh, uh, we're off the list then. Wow. Are we off the list? This is my list. This a... is my list. <laughs> oh, um my bad. <laughs> um I don't even know the kid. I haven't even watched him enough. Um I don't even know the okay. fuck he is, to be honest. Um, All right. Let's see. All right, so we got Where's Bryce the list I sent you? We talked about Bryce Young a little bit already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bryce, I think Bryce is going to ball. I think Bryce is going to ball. I think Bryce is going to um, – Buckner's a San Diego kid too. Uh, he's a California kid too. Um, we got a lot of California kids out there in the nation right now representing quarterbacks. Uh, I think Bryce is going to ball though because, of, like I said, just like we talked about, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Now they could have a bad – you know, some Heisman winners um, – some Heisman winners – Fall the next year, um, but um, okay. So next guy, Caleb Williams, USC. We're gonna see if his transfer is worth it because he comes over with his head coach who calls the offense, so he's familiar. He's gonna know the O. Um, now he's in a the Pac-12 where they throw the ball probably more than they did where at Oklahoma. They're going to throw it every down. He's going to have multiple opportunities. He's going to have skill around him. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm going to say from what he did last year when he replaced Spencer Rattler. I'm going to say he falls from that level. Is what I'm gonna say. Not that he falls where he's horseshit. I'm just gonna say he's gonna fall. Um, I think the transition is gonna be too much. Now the competition may not be as good, so he may still be looked at as being successful. But if you look at his last year versus this year, I think he's going to uh, fall a little bit because the pressure that's gonna be on him, uh, not only to please his head coach for transferring with him. But also, I think it's gonna have it's gonna be uh, very very uh, tough on him being in a new conference and everything. So I think he's gonna fall a little bit, um, and I I really don't know how good he really is yet. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, makes me think. You know, he's I don't know if he's really that. He's good. like in the middle. You know what I mean? He's like it's a tough call. Yeah, I gotta see more of him to see if he's got that it factor. If he's you know, is he really that guy? I, I want to see. Uh, Bryce Young showed it last year. C.J. Stroud showed it last year. You know, I want to see if this year they can even excel further. Uh, but right now, we both, we both, we both said Bryce and C.J. are going to fall. Uh, <laughs> I got Caleb falling. All right. So next is Grayson McCall. So he's an underrated kid. I don't think a lot of people talk about because he's at Coastal Carolina. So. Um, being at Coastal Carolina, I don't think a lot of people really expect, you know, Heisman worthiness out of him, but I'm curious to see him. I've actually watched him 
in person, so I kind of see what he has. He has intangibles that are NFL ready. Um, so I don't know. I'm curious to see how he ends up coming out, but I think he's a guy that people need to watch for. I'm going to say he balls. Now, Coastal Carolina, I don't believe, is going to be as successful as they've been the last two years by winning all these games they've won. But um, I, I'm rooting for them. I have a couple kids there uh, playing. Uh, the running back has been the best running back there. He got drafted this year uh, with the Bengals for a minute. He was there. He played there last year, Shamari Jones. So I've seen a lot of Coastal Carolina games. I like this kid. I think he's going to ball. Did you ever see the Coastal Carolina, uh, was it post-game speech by his coach, by the coach, uh, several years ago where he's like, you got to be more like a dog. Yeah, yeah, when they, they they're the one. He's the one that does all that shit in the locker room. After they dance, they do some type of, mm. you know, they got like they put on fucking uniforms. They got like pizza pizza delivery guy. They, he does all kind of weird shit with them, which I shit I used to do too. Similar stuff. So I get what he does, and I like I like the energy that he brings to a school that's not supposed to win, right? Um, right. They're a small school, and I, I and, and speaking of this. Charlotte, which is a fairly new Division One program, which is right there in Charlotte. Um, they were at FCS. They transferred over to D1, FBS. Um, why can't they do the similar things that Coastal Carolina has done, um, in my opinion? Coastal did it. I, I don't see why Charlotte, even in a bigger city, can't do it. And so that is kind of an intriguing question. I, I, I would, I would love a situation like Charlotte to go in and rebuild. I've been there. They got a brand new facility, brand new everything. It's not Oregon or Alabama or Clemson, but it's very, very nice. And, uh, I think you can win there, but they're struggling and coastal Carolina is flourishing. So, uh, right. Cause of coaching turnover. You yeah. think? Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, very interesting. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, well, okay, so our next guy, Jake Hayner. Yeah, Fresno State. Big arm, big-time NFL kid. I think he can be – a lot of people don't know about him on the East Coast or in the national uh, scene. Um, but he is – yeah, Coach Wallerstead was at Charlotte. He's a good dude. Um Jake Hayner is a guy to watch for. You guys should need you need to watch on the West Coast. I know the time difference hurts a lot of voting going on, and he's not going to get any Heisman consideration because it's Fresno State. Fresno State is going to be a very, very good team to watch this year. They're very fun to watch. They're going to be very well coached. Um, they play SC, I believe, um, early on, or UCLA, I'm not sure. You're going to see that game. You're going to see a test there. Um Hayner's big time. I think he's an NFL quarterback all day. I think he's NFL ready, and I think he's going to be a kid to watch. You got to watch this guy. He's got a big arm, quick release, got good feet. He's accurate. Um, I think he balls. I think Fresno has a very, very big year. You don't think he needs more help? Nah, because in that conference they're in, I, I think, you know, the conference they're in, um, the weapons he has, he's got a shitload of uh, – wideouts to throw to big time players from LA and, and, and Texas. And, and he's got some big name wide receivers that can ball. And he's going to be in that conference where I think he dominates. And I think uh, he has plenty of help to win in that league. Hmm. Okay. Now we have Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman's big time. A lot of people 
uh, don't understand. He's big time kid. Um, he has the same. He's similar to Hayner in that regard. He's a guy that can get it done. Um, can win. Uh, I believe he's a transfer. I got to watch him quite a few times. Um, he reminds him and David Larry, the next kid at, at NC State. Both of those kids are NFL type of kids. I think they both are going to ball this year. I think they're going to be on Mel Kuyper and everyone's draft board sooner than later. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see Sam Hartman at Wake, Devin Leary at NC State. I think both of them are going to ball. And uh, I'm, I'm actually excited to see some quarterbacks that I believe are NFL ready. And it's going to be a good thing to see because last year's draft, as we know, the NFL quarterback that the, the the draft when it regarded quarterbacks were not very good. We're gonna see how the kid at Pitt does from Pitt at Pittsburgh Steelers. We're gonna see how he does, how he equates. I don't think he's gonna be that guy. But other than him, what other rookie quarterbacks? I know you like Malik Willis. Um, he's that's yeah. You know, I mean. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Malik Willis, I don't think he's going to sustain in the NFL either, unfortunately. So um, I, I do think he like I do think he will. I just I want to see more. Yeah. Um, I think he would fit the system really good, especially. I mean, we saw Tannehill last year and and kind of that it was bad. Yeah. And, and you know, the problem is I did hear that, too, Brandon Smith. Um the Wake kid, I know he got hurt, and they won't say why. I know the head coaches came out and kind of kept it under the wraps. I'm curious to see what that is. I've heard he is going to play, though. I heard that he has uh, – they're saying that so they can fuck with some people. But I, I know he got hurt. I think he got something that that is uh, – it, it takes a while to heal. So we're going to see what ends up happening. But uh, hopefully he gets back and plays. I want to see him and David, uh, Devin Leary at NC State. I want to see how they end up coming. But I think they're going to ball if Hartman gets back out there. I think uh, both of them are going to ball. NC State's a team to watch for, by the way. Yeah. NC State's a sleeper. I think that, you know, the ACC is tougher this year. So yeah, we'll it will be see, interesting yeah. to see yeah. how well, NC State's quarterback does. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you got North Carolina. North Carolina, they might have. I, I think Mac Mac Brown's gonna have a bounce back year. You got Clemson; it's gonna probably be better, right? Um, and then you got these teams that you don't know what's what's gonna happen with the Syracuses and the and these other teams. Are they gonna be better than they have been? Which is not very good. So, right, you know, we'll see. Okay, next, my guy Hendon Hooker. I, I want to get your take on him first. Um, <laughs> I got. Yeah, I want to take your. I want to get your take on him first. We we got him at number eight on our list to talk about today. Uh, this is not a ranking one to ten. We're just ranking <laughs> one to ten, and then we're gonna have five miscellaneous QBs. But um, what's your take on him? You see him more. Okay, I feel like his skill set fits the system right now. Um, I love him. I. When I watch him play, he reminds me of Josh Dobbs, where he's always making shit happen. Um, I really think that he stepped it up big, and I, I like him a lot. He's a good kid. I think he's going to try really, really hard. I think that in the past, Tennessee has had quarterbacks who, uh, I mean, we, have, we haven't we have really had quarterbacks, honestly. Um, 
since Josh Dobbs that can are really worth anything. Um, we had JG, and I feel like that was that screwed us up. <laughs> he was awful, and you wanted to like him because he's a good kid, but you can't because it was his decision making. He didn't have enough confidence in himself either. So to see Hendon Hooker step in and really have that confidence, and he's quick, he fits. Josh Heupel's offense. I agree. What about? I don't. I don't know if he equates to the NFL. And and this is my take. This is my opinion on this. From the SEC being this so-called powerful fucking conference that you think he is, they're coming from, right? I got to know. You should recruit SEC quarterbacks to do one thing: be NFL greats. And I haven't seen an SEC quarterback be worth a shit. And I don't know how long. And Alabama, who's basically dominated that league, has had yet to have a big-time quarterback succeed at the next level. Two was to be determined. Jalen Hurts was there for a minute to be determined. I don't see either one of those guys being big-time quarterbacks. But what I'm saying is Tennessee, Florida, Alabama, even a Kentucky, even a I don't. Whoever in that league should have NFL quarterbacks. I know Kentucky has the the other kid Levis. We're going to talk about him later. You know, I don't see the Hooker kid relate equating to NFL uh, success, and that's why I I, I struggle with that. I struggle with the recruiting. I mean, I agree with that. I, I think that college doesn't equate to NFL sometimes. Um, and but answer, I don't think Hendon Hooker is Belly, an NFL quarterback. Yeah, and I'm answering to somebody in the chat. They said, well, damn, bro, Joe Burrow didn't go to LSU. He did. Not originally, though, dumb fuck. So <laughs> he was a transfer, too, okay? And he played one fucking good year. Like, he's not a real SEC guy. He's a fucking transfer. My point is, why isn't the SEC getting these big-name guys? Now, Bryce Young may be the fucking one. That ends up being this fifteen-year NFL guy. We're, we're gonna see. I think mm-mm. you don't even think that. So see. Well, I think that Bryce, like his, it was his wide receiver that got him the Heisman. Really, I don't think it was all him. Like well, I just don't I mean, think that he. I think he's never, overrated. Yeah, it's never all them. I don't. I don't think it's the right. The wideout. The wideout. What's his name? Won it before. Uh, him and and did it. You know. You gotta have the Q. You gotta have the wideouts. I mean, it goes in hand in hand, and and none of it happens without an O line. So I I just don't, you know, I, it goes hand in hand. You gotta have both, but at the same time, quarterbacks always gonna get the first, be the first, you know, get the first look at a Heisman. But you know, we talked about yesterday, Mac Jones. I said he's gonna fall this year. Um, you know, obviously. He went. He he's at Alabama. Has a good, great year at Alabama. Comes in the NFL. Does decent as a rookie last year. I see him falling this year, but I don't see him sustaining as this big time guy because his skill set is not that legit. He doesn't have the skill set that a lot of these big name guys have, and that's the issue. He don't have the skill set. Now he has the intangibles. He has those things, but he doesn't have Joe Burrow's skill set. Long can get out of pressure, get out of the way with his feet just to avoid it long enough to make throws downfield. Um, so, you know, 
We're going to see. Wow. We're going to see. Um, Dak Prescott <clears throat> is still to be determined as a great quarterback. He's not great yet. Yeah, um, Christian. Matthew Stafford is, is trying to finally turn into one because he was played in in horrible situation in Detroit. So I agree. Matthew Stafford's a top 10 ball spinner of all time. Um, but Christian had to dig deep to find <laughs> four fucking guys. Like, are you shitting me? I can throw 30 out there from the Pac-12 right now. Like, uh, this is the thing. So, the S- my point is, though, Christian, the SEC as being this so-called fucking power conference, the quarterbacks sure are shitty. So, I'm just saying. Um, all right, go ahead. All right, let's see here. Okay, so then we have Malik Cunningham. He's a kid I don't think a lot of people know. I mean, people know who he is, but I think it's very interesting to see this kid at play at Louisville. Um, I think he's a he's another, you know, he's not quite Lamar Jackson, but he has a lot of quick twitch to him, a lot of fast twitch. Um, I think he's going to be very, very uh, good. I think Louisville's going to be a much better program this year. Mm-hmm. I think um, they were, they've been down. I think they're going to be back a little bit as far as that goes um but i think he's super talented yes he's a talented kid so i think he can i think he can uh i think he can freak it this year at louisville i think he's a guy that's gonna ball no doubt and then cameron rising so cameron's another kid i recruited uh to go to indy with me and juco he ended up leaving texas and uh, he ended up getting a pill waiver also. Um, no, he didn't. He actually had to sit out at Utah, and then he played last year at Utah and balled and got on everybody's radar. I think he's going to ball this year. I think he's, he's the difference between Utah maybe running the table. If they get through Florida uh, this weekend and they run the table, they could be a, four, a playoff team, the, the first one come out of West since Washington probably. Uh, to get into the BCS and actually make noise in the BCS playoff, not just get blown out. Um, Utah has all those things that the SEC has: O line, D line. Uh, they're they're athletic mm. on the back. They're, they're they're athletic on the back end and at corner, and they have a quarterback. And that's what you win. That's what wins in in, in college football. Um, Cameron Rising is a guy to watch. He's gonna ball. I think the Pac-12 defenses suck. They do. I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. No, I didn't say. I didn't say their defense is, is going to be SEC defense. I said their D line and O line. Okay. That's what okay. wins in college football, and I think Utah's O line and D line is pretty good, and I think it's going to be comparable. They can compete. We'll see against Florida because even though Florida is not the Florida of old, they still have SEC talent in the O line, D line. And Florida's still going to have talent walking around there. Um, we'll see if Utah can push them around. If they can, then Utah's a team to watch anyway. Yeah. Okay. So next we have Dorian Thompson Robinson at UCLA. Yeah, he's a another kid that you have to watch. Um, he's very, very uber talented kid. Uh, watching him out here. He is very good. I think that uh, he's a kid that can actually make UCLA make UCLA relevant in the Pac-12. Not nationally, of course, yet, but I think in the Pac-12, they can actually make some noise um, by ending their career last year. I mean, not ending career, ending their season last year on a high note. Um, they made some uh, additions this year, 
and he is the key. He is very talented, can move, can run, he can throw, and he has that it factor. He makes great key decisions late in games. Um, he could be a guy to watch for on a lot of people's radars if you don't know him. Again, he's a West Coast guy because a lot of people on the South and the East don't get to see these guys. He is a uh, very, very talented kid to watch. I think he balls. I think UCLA is better than a lot of people think, and I think Dorian Thompson-Robinson is the reason. So he's going to ball. And coaching, too. I, don't, I, I think I they've don't, got... I don't fuck with Chip Kelly. He's really? A, yeah, he's a fucking cowardly cunt. Um, I don't fuck with him, but you know. Okay, next, know. Will Rogers. Man, I, I don't. The, the issue I have is Will Rogers and everybody else that plays for for Leach. Everybody's gonna have stats under Leach. I don't care who it is. I think you could go out there and have fucking stats for him. Yeah, so, because I love Mike Leach. I know you do. I but, would play for him. <laughs> Again, his and I love his khaki pants. Yeah, his quarterbacks don't go to the league in Equate either, though. Not not many has he had go on and play that level in the NFL. It's 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 a gimmicky thing that they they run a lot of their, their offense is predicated off everyone running a nine route. They read the coverage on the go. They break it off if corner bells. They run a comeback. They run a curl. They run a hitch. It just all bends on coverage, but it's all built from four verticals. And if you can't find a quarterback to do those simple things then you're not really a good recruiter anyway. So he gets these guys who can sling it all over the place, get quick releases, go throw it. They can read coverage, but they don't equate to the NFL. They're either not big and strong enough. They're not uh, savvy enough. They don't, they can't move enough to get out of the way in the NFL. They're just sitting ducks. And that's usually what he has. Um, he can throw it. I saw him play Ole Miss last year, uh, up close. I thought he was, uh, I think he can throw it, I think. But I, I think Mississippi State, I, I think Mike Leach is on the hot seat. Um, I think he's going to be on the hot seat after this year. I think that Will Rogers falls. Hmm. Okay. Now Christian's guy, Will Levies. I've seen him... Um, and I've got to see him throw and work out. I, he's a big old kid. I, you know, he's a kid like my size type of kid. He's a big kid put together. I think he has all the tools. I think he can. Uh, I'm going to tell you like this. First of all, I, I think he balls. I think he balls. Um, but the extent of where how he balls is how far Kentucky goes. Because if he has an average season, even though he balls and has some numbers, just because you have big numbers – does not equate to winning meaningful football games. And ask Mike Leach that shit. You okay. Have to, you have to make plays when it counts. <clears throat> let me let me tell you something. He has the worst turnover ratio. Yeah, the good point. Uh, you know why though? Because he wants to throw. They want he he wants to make the what I call a box score throw. Meaning we're always trying to light up the scoreboard. By going deep, when when you look at Tom Brady, he will take the out route 10 out of 10 times if you give it to him. And a lot of quarterbacks get bored. And they look at that and they're like, fuck that. I'm going to try to force the curl in there. And then they get picked off, right? So can you stay bored and be happy and take what the defense gives you? And that is what I think Will Leaves or Leavis or however you pronounce his name. <laughs> 
Um, I, I like to, I'm like, okay. I think it, that's where you It started. looks the way it looks. So I'm going to pronounce it that way. Yeah. <laughs> he I, deserves no respect. And again, I, I don't, if, if he was, if he was anything to me and meant anything to me, I would know his name, but he's not. So I don't give a fuck right. how to spell his name, pronounce his fucking name. I don't care. Um, I think he's Gosh, good. everybody makes excuses for like Kentucky, South Carolina. It's like, no, it is what it is. Exactly. It is what it is. Stop fucking making excuses. Ugh. Um, okay. So our next guy, Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma. I like this kid. I think Dylan Gabriel is going to ball this year. I think Oklahoma, I don't know how good Oklahoma is going to be. I think this kid is good though. I like this kid. I think he's going to be big time. I think he's going to be big time rejuvenated under a new staff under there, obviously moving in there. Um, him coming in there. I think he's going to do well. I think Dylan Gabriel is going to ball. Uh, I don't expect Oklahoma to be a national title contender, but I do believe he is going to ball and he'll be on Mel Kuyper's radar as well. Yeah. Josh Heupel can vouch for him too. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, okay, so then we have Aiden O'Connell. He's a, a guy a lot of people may not know. He's at Purdue. Um, he he is a kid I think you have to watch for. He's going to be big time. Um, I think he's going to be big time. He's going to ball. He's underneath a quarterback guru, if you want to say it. Um, uh, great guy, great coach, obviously played in the NFL as well. He's uh he's gonna be a guy that you have to watch for. Aiden O'Connell, Purdue has a few big time wideouts. I don't know how good Purdue will be, but I think uh he's gonna have big numbers. Yeah, maybe. I just I don't think Purdue's gonna be that good this year. They might not be. They they might not be. I don't think I don't expect them to be this team that's gonna beat somebody. What I'm saying is though, like he's a guy a lot of people won't watch won't usually watch. So if you do right. watch a Purdue game, this guy is, might be a good reason to watch it. He's big time. Yep. That's, well. That's my take on those quarterbacks. Those are the quarterbacks I want to keep an eye on. Now, there's other quarterbacks out there. I get it, right? Um, but I don't watch enough college football to really know. I just know the guys that are on the radar for getting a shot to go to the NFL. So I don't really know. There's a lot of other quarterbacks out there that a lot of people would want to talk about. And there's guys right. all over the country. Jaden Daniels transferred from out here. I know his mom well. I know his kid. I, my buddies all coached him right up the street at the high school he went to, Cajon High School, up the street from me. He, uh, I don't see him balling at all at LSU. I don't think he equates to that type of thing. Uh, I'm curious to see uh, how that works out. Um, saw him a lot. You know, he's a he's a again a talented kid, but I don't know if. His game equates to the SEC a little less to the next level. So I don't know uh, how Jaden. I, I don't. I think he falls. I think. I think he falls. I think LSU is going to be struggle. They're going to struggle uh, this year uh, in Kelly's first year there. Um. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But that's a kid that I know a lot of people want to talk about. I know people want to talk about the kid at Miami. I know. I know Houston has a good kid. I know there's some West Coast kids here at Oregon State, Washington State, Washington. Um, you know, Arizona State, I believe, has the transfer kid. Who knows? We're gonna see, right? And 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 the people that really want are gonna see this at the end of the day is gonna be USC, UCLA, the the Thompson Robinson kid. 
everyone's going to watch those kids. I don't know if that means they're going to be the best to watch, but I but there's always quarterbacks out there we don't know about. So it's it's gonna, that's what college football used to be fun to watch because we don't know there might be a kid like I said Fres- right. Fresno State kid you know he's a baller, um, but nobody had, knew who he was before last year. So you know it's going to be interesting. We're gonna we're gonna see how it goes. Um, and you know, and Eddie Manyweather, uh, his ass is going to come in and talk about. Deion Sanders' son. Deion Sanders' son is shitty, man. Don't talk about he's a fucking big-time quarterback. He's not a big-time fucking quarterback. He's not no fucking next-level guy. Um, anyway, that's another Eddie Manyweather take. Um, so, we'll see what, what happens. But What do you think about Stetson Bennett at Georgia? Man, Again, another big time school that can't get a big time quarterback. I don't get it. He's not. I don't like him. I think he's stiff. I think he's fucking. Uh, he do, he doesn't do well. He doesn't. He just doesn't fucking equate to big time. Like Georgia, you're Georgia, you're Alabama. You should have the Heisman candidate every year. And he's not that guy to me. Yeah. Mm. You got, and then you got the Quint Ewers kid who just went back to Texas. That's another thing. Wait to see how that plays out, right? Um, mm-hmm. Unproven kid. We haven't seen him. So I'm not, I don't want to comment on kids that haven't played fucking yet. So I'm not, we're not going to get into those guys yet. So you know my take on Spencer Rattler. Yeah, Spencer Rattler, go ahead. I want to hear yours. I, I, I think he's shitty. I think he's overrated. I do too. Yeah. I, uh, I don't understand what the South Carolina hype is this year. And I don't know if it's just because Shane Beamer's done well as far as like social media likes and retweets and his TikToks and everything that he's put out there. It's getting them hype. But I I just like I, I want a reason. I want to know why South Carolina fans are so hype about Shane Beamer and think that he's going to take them to, to the national championship because it's it's outrageous to me. I just I want to know why. Like what's the argument? I don't know. So you you, know? you, you get um you get uh, that I think because you're right there, you're down there. I don't ever hear shit about the SEC, so like that's the issue with me. I don't, I don't know what's going on. So I hear, I've heard that from other friends of mine out out your way though that they're getting a lot of uh, pub. I don't know that either. I thought you would know better than me. I have no idea why they're getting pub. Um, Cody Carpenter in the chat says they got some good transfers, and the team's been dog shit, obviously. So, so I guess you can only go up, right? Um, but I don't know. We'll see. No. I'm not a Rattler guy, this is, though. This is crazy to me. This is crazy to me. You guys do realize that Tennessee beat South Carolina and beat the brakes off of them. Like, it wasn't just a close game. It was they murdered them. And this was a not-so-talented Tennessee team as well. And now we have the bricks stacked. Hey, people are going to talk. That's why you talk that talk. Let's talk that talk Tuesday. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't watch them enough, so it's hard. Like, you know, everybody, Zach has his preference. He's a North, Midwest, North guy, right? Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. He knows that shit better. You know the South better. Your your hands on there. I'm on the West Coast, so it's like what we see, I think, more of. Um, like, I can talk about any anybody right. anywhere, but it's about, you know, you don't want to really put your foot in your mouth. I don't see them enough, so I don't even know shit about South Carolina. I don't know shit about... Tennessee either. You know what I mean? I got a kid that's coming out there, but that doesn't mean anything because I don't know their roster. I don't know what, really, you know, I see Hypel doing some things. I see those type of things, but. Um, we need to get you to Neyland. We need to, we need to go to a game at Neyland and then I'll come out for a uh, game at UCLA. <laughs> she will not say USC. You know that, right? Everybody, I want you to, I don't know if you, any of you know this, um, but she won't not. She will not say USC because of Lane Kiffing leaving Tennessee, coming to USC. You do know that, right? I want to throw that out there, contrary to belief. So, all you guys that don't know that, that is why I've given you the I've given you the inside. I had to do it. I had to do it. Um, we'll see. Um, who knows? Who knows? I mean, shit is what it is. Um, I want to talk about and I don't know what your next question is. I'm waiting to hear it from you. But I, I know I want to get in some conference talk. I want to talk about this fucking strength of schedule stuff. Christian, I don't know if you could bring up some schedules. I, I would yeah, love we to need see, to see some schedules. I would love to see some of your schedules because I've seen Tennessee starting off with Powerhouse, Ball State, and Akron. Um, fucking, I don't know. Hopefully they're okay getting past them. I love seeing Sarah's face look at me like that because she's so upset. Because I'm telling you, okay, I, I hope Alabama can get by fucking Mercer. Is that who they have? I, I, I hope, I hope and pray that you guys, the LSU can get by fucking Southern. Are, are you guys going to be okay, Nurse Court? You going to be able to get past fucking Southern this year? Like... Like, everybody talks this shit, but don't tell me it's because our conference is so hard. No, it's not. Shut up. Well, we play Pitt. We play Pitt the second game. Yes, I know. And And in the power rankings, they were higher than. They're going to be fucking horrible. (laughs) Pitt's going to be fucking horrible. Um, I don't know. I mean, listen, UCLA schedule is fucking horrible, too. I get it. And I'm going to say it. I will call it out. I will tell you. USC starts off with Rice. I get it. They're not very good. But we're not talking about the Pac-12 right now. We already know they're shitty. I'm talking about the SEC, the fucking power that you guys all want to talk about. So... Oh, what is this? This this whole Lane Kiffin went into Tennessee and beat them. All right. So here's the deal with Lane Kiffin. Yes, he beat us. We lost. Okay, but we did not lose that game because they were better. Lane, the rule needs to change. What is your view on this rule with this fake injury crap? You know he fucking does it. Uh, it's a tough thing. I, I do. We, I, I mean, do our temp. We pay. We play fast tempo, so I teach it though. I, you know, this is it's not a, it's not teaching it to cheat. It's teaching it to save timeouts, and that's what the, isn't this the Brian Erlacher? This is the Brian Erlacher rule too. Didn't this all happen? Kinda, yeah. 
I, mm-hmm. This is the thing, though. A lot of people don't realize it's not about cheating the game or the kids. It's about saving timeouts strategically. A lot of people don't know that in the business. We make kids fall down. I used to coach it. Ask TJ. If you're coming out of the game, you better fall your ass down if you're hurt. Don't try to come out the game and not not fall down because you cost me a player transferring in. You had me a substitute issue. Plus, I can call. You can save me a timeout by getting guys rest and save a, a timeout by substituting a kid in instead of rushing it by because you're trying to be he man and hobble off. No, you fall your ass down. Refs call it a, merge, a, a medical timeout, and then. They they get to see the kid. Hey, that's a taught thing. Lane Kiffin learned from the best of them. Mm. Hey, it just so happened to be against your your balls. I mean, and that's why he got mustard and golf balls. He deserved it. You gotta understand. <laughs> people can say what they want. Like when I went back to Garden City, I wanted to beat the fuck out of them. That's where because I, I right. built that program for that head coach. Um. You don't think Lane wants to beat his old team, especially when people absolutely, talk. and that's how it goes though, and 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 vice versa, right? You don't want Lane to come back and win that game, like it's the worst. Like, just imagine Tom Brady going back to New England last year. Remember that fucking game? So yes, think about that. And but do it, do it, and beat us. Right. Don't be doing that shit. Don't be faking injuries. Beat us because you're better. I mean, part of the game. I don't know what I'd say. It's part of the game. It's an unwritten rule. It's an unwritten rule. Part of the game. Uh, I don't know. Saban does I don't some shysty stuff, too. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you sound like a fan of Tennessee. That's what it is. <laughs> and it's okay, Sarah. It's okay. I get it. I get it. You are a pro-homer, Tennessee ball homer. I get it. Yeah, they're doing... So I actually joined this research study and they are testing my blood because it came out orange. That's called called gonorrhea. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm so orange and tan. That's called fucking gonorrhea, not Tennessee Vol orange. (laughs) That means you have a fucking problem. (laughs) And you better tell... Your significant other. I'm not gonna say his name no more. I've been blasting him out. Um, we we have to protect his privacy. Yeah, you, you got, I don't want to blast him out. Um, but goddamn, he better get checked. <laughs> I think his blood comes out orange too. Because yeah, because fucking he's got yours in him. He's got fucking chlamydia. Um, the the question is, who the fuck gave to who? <laughs> Uh, that's the fucking question. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's change that's over to really NFL because I mostly talk NFL, and I know you're college, so we got to do both. Um, all right, but I do want to get into strength and schedules. Yesterday, I want to get into strength and schedules. I know we talked about some fall. We we didn't get through all the quarterbacks. I want to see if Christian can give me a couple strength and schedules. I want to get some Pac-12 schedules. I want to get some SEC schedules. I've seen a few, right? Um, I know. Uh, I went through the Pac-12 as well. You know, Utah starts off with Florida. So, Oregon starts off with Georgia. Okay? So, you can say both of those start-off games for both conferences are worthy of kudos to them. Let me clap it up for both of those programs. All four of those programs agreeing to play week one. So, I like that. I think we need to see more of that and less fucking uh, bullshit. But 
This right. is the strength uh, of schedule. This is the strength of schedule. Like that that to me is it's very it's hard to say this is the strength schedule and go by it. It's kind of hard to to pick a, 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 a your opponent. <laughs> like a Kansas. That. Yeah, because because they're going by your conference, and Kansas has to play Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, fuck Texas. So you're gonna they're automatically gonna be put in there. But I want to see preseason schedules. That is where my issue lies with a lot of the big boys. And I understand one game. I get one game. I think all Power 5 big-time programs, Alabama, SC, Texas, Georgia, Clemson, they should all play a small school to help them financially, which that is why this started. The big boys play the little boys so they can get a payday. The little boys get paydays from playing these big schools. They get their fucking teeth kicked in, but they get paid. That's simply what it is. And unfortunately, I don't really like it for the simple fact that a lot of kids have to endure an ass whooping and possibly get their fucking whole roster hurt and banged up for their regular season program schedule. And it hurts the landscape of college football. So like Arizona at 16 right here. You know, that's a tough deal to look at. I, I just kind of want to see some games, uh, if Christian can find any games. Like, I would like to see the SEC schedule or uh, the Pac-12 schedule because at the end of the day, I want to see those type of things. Um, Tennessee right here. Look at this great schedule, fucking Sarah. Ball Hell State. Hell yeah. I just want to fucking point out SEC's known to do this. So you got Ball State. You got Akron. UT fucking Martin. Now, the UT Martin game should be the only game Tennessee plays that is worth that to a to a lesser program, so that they can help an in-state an in-state institution gain financial resources. That is what Tennessee should do. They should play Tennessee Martin next year. They should play Tennessee State next. The next year they should play. Middle Tennessee State. That's how I look at it. And then we're going to look at UCLA schedule. Bowling Green, fucking horrible. Alabama State, holy fuck me. South Alabama, holy <laughs> shit. And then the rest is the conference. The rest is the conference. So I like that. The rest is their conference. Um, but that's UCLA should not play those first three games. I mean, it's an embarrassment. It is unbelievable. Um they sh- you know who UCLA should play? They should play Alabama game one or, or Tennessee or, or a, a, a fucking big school. And then game two or three, they should play San Jose State or, <laughs> or somebody to help out, help a small California school get some more money. And that's just like Tennessee playing UT Martin. Here we go, SC. Rice. <laughs> And then after that, you can argue pretty good because they still got to play Notre Dame as their, you know, historically famous crossover game every year. So besides Rice, I don't knock that schedule too bad. Um, Everything else is league and Notre Dame. So that's nowhere near as bad as Tennessee, UCLA, uh, any of those. Um, Here's Alabama, Sarah. I want to see Florida scheduled too. Utah State. Why? Why are you playing Utah State? Why are you playing Austin P 
before Auburn. Why are you playing Dude. University of Louisiana fucking Monroe? You're Alabama. They definitely shouldn't be playing Austin P. Georgia. That's terrible. Georgia. Look at this. Oregon. Okay. Give you give you kudos. Playing Oregon Samford. at the gate. Samford. And then Kent State. Kent State. So, you know, it's similar to a Tennessee schedule. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. Getting to the NFL, Sarah. Um, I know you got some more questions for me. Did you see this? Josh Gordon cut by the Chiefs. Um, I, aren't... I mean, I think he's a shitbird. I don't think he ever should have been allowed in the league this many fucking times, to be honest. Um, I don't think. Who are we doing today? NFL QBs for yeah. who, who did we do yesterday? We did a lot of them. Um, we have to we have to discuss Matt Ryan. I want to get into. I want to talk Matt Ryan today. Uh, feel ball or fall. I want to get into the AFC West and talk. Uh, you know, we talked about Mahomes. I said he'll fall, uh, but we still want to talk Herbert Carr and uh, Carr. Russell Wilson. We want to get Russell Wilson, Carr, and Herbert um, if they're going to ball or fall. Um, here's Kentucky schedule: Miami of Ohio, Youngstown State, Northern Illinois. Are you fucking shitting me? Are you fucking shitting me, Christian? Florida. Here we go. Utah, kudos to you. South Florida, not bad. South Florida, they're going to have some, you know, some fucking uh, talent. I don't even know who the fucking owls are. Is that, is that, who is that? Is that Rice? Who the fuck is that? Um, if I don't know your logo, then you shouldn't be fucking playing them. <laughs> I mean, who's that? Is that Rice or is that FAU? Is that FAU? Fuck. Dude, this is why I do like that's my argument with ranking and with bowl games and everything like that. You cannot accurately say which conference is better. Of course, we have more powerhouses in the SEC. There's no doubt that the SEC isn't the best conference. But if you look at strength of schedule, it's really hard to argue things because it's not you're not an equal matchup. But I don't understand why you shouldn't play other teams. Like, oh, that's Eastern Washington, Christian. Are you fucking shitting me? You're going to play Eastern fucking Washington at Kentucky? Um, I don't know, man. It's fuck. That eagle's the worst eagle I've ever seen in my life. If, that, if that's an eagle, then it's unbelievable. That's fucking horrible. That, that looks like an owl to me. That's an owl. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I... um. I wanted to get into to to Josh Gordon getting cut. I think he's a shitbird. I don't understand how he gets around and plays for so many teams. Obviously, he's a talented kid. Um, that right there shows me, and it even proves to me more, that Kansas City's going to struggle even more than first expected. Because if you're getting rid of Josh Gordon, you have a wide receiver issue. And, and I don't want to hear it. They're loaded. No, they're not. They're slower, they're bigger, and they are less experienced with Patrick Mahomes than they have been in fucking four years. And I think they're going to implode at wide out. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes, I think Mahomes is going to struggle big time. And, and just because he rips the first game and they throw for 400 and they beat fucking whoever, don't tell me he's going to have, oh, he's an MVP. Let me see him do it every week. 
Um, Baker Mayfield came out, Sarah, and said, I'm going to fuck them up when asked if he's going to play, how well he's going to play against the Browns. Here's the thing about, I think the Browns have become the hated ones in the NFL, right? Uh, Well, with him, I mean, wouldn't you feel that way? But I remember, I'm going to try to find this picture, a picture of Baker Mayfield at KU. He he's always been that way. Oh yeah, when he grabbed his nuts or whatever. But yeah, this the thing though is, every, are you rooting for Baker to give it back to the Browns for what they've done and basically, you know, uh, signing Deshaun, giving him that money, doing the shit that's not popular to uh, public opinion. Uh, it's very frowned upon. Do you, I, I, I would not be mad if Baker went back and ripped Cleveland. Um, does he I do hope it? Everybody does. I don't really think that I care that Baker does it. I just, I hope Cleveland, you know. But, but as much shit as I talk about Baker, I'm be honest. As much shit as I talk about Baker Mayfield, and as as much hate as I throw out there, I don't hate him. I don't hate the kid. No. I strictly only talk about his playing. I don't talk about him getting fucking in, arrested in Arkansas or fucking grabbing his nuts. I don't give a fuck. I already know that's him. Right. That's him. That's why I'm uh, saying when he says something like that, it's not shocking to me. Yeah, that's him. Um, mm-hmm. He's not good, though. And that's the no. bottom line. He's not fucking good. I don't care about all that other shit. He's not good on the fucking football field in the NFL. So having said that... um. The Browns did do him dirty and unprofessional. So, yes. regardless of all the other shit. But that is what the league is. The NFL is unprofessional. That is what it is. It's cutthroat. It is fucking, I will eat my young. I don't care. <laughs> this is what it is, right? That's been proven by who we suspend and who we don't suspend. You know? Do we really care about fucking Black Lives Matter? Do we really care about women's rights? Do we really care about equitable hires? Do we really care if you hit a woman? No. None of them been suspended. No. We care if you bet because that is our primary investor, DraftKings, mm-hmm. FanDuel, these <laughs> trillion dollar fucking companies, right? And morale and morals... That doesn't come across the NFL's owner's mindset or Roger Goodell. This is what blows my mind about people. Okay, so you're willing to support the NFL who does not give a shit about morals, but then people have this argument versus Trump. It's a business. Trump is a businessman. The NFL is a business. Morals aren't in business. No, it's not. You know? And I... I tell people that all the time, man. I really do. I tell people that all the time. It's unfortunate. Um, the only argument I say is in most Fortune 500 companies or big entities or big businesses, it's usually equal across the board as far as the rules and the finite detail as far as what you get fired for is usually mm-hmm. across the board. All right. 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 You get a domestic violence or you get rape charge or you get fucking caught doing something, you're probably fired as a COO, CEO of a big company. In the NFL, which is possibly the largest company of all of companies, um, they're basically bigger than the automotive industry and Exxon Gasoline. That's how big they are, right? Uh, 
They're up there with them, Amazon now, um, Walmart. They're still the biggest in the, in the world as far as that goes. Most watched event every year, NFL, right, Super Bowl. Um, you know, having said that, I, I don't know, man, if, if, if I agree with uh, hitting a woman, betting, 7,000 allegations, Deshaun Watson, where are we writing the line at? And I just think it's kind of fucked up. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's sustained this long. We'll see. We'll see if it continues right. to sustain. But it's an unprofessional league. People need to realize mm-hmm. that. And you're playing it. You have to know it. And Baker got did dirty. I I, I kind of root for the kid against Cleveland to, to give him a shit sandwich. Yeah. So do you feel like it's favoritism or politics? What is it? No, not at that level. Um, can't do it because the GMs and head coaches will be fired faster than they are already, and they're already lasting two to three years. So, um, you know, favoritism not a thing. It's a longevity thing. So a lot of people don't realize this is how the NFL works. Brian Erlacher makes it through his first-year rookie contract. He signs a second-year contract. He is now in debt to that program is in debt to him they're the debt in debt to him for for basically he's made his career because now he's got something from that league to where now they can't cut him they owe him forever because they already paid him mass amount of dollars so now okay the guy that gets cut early in his rookie contract may never get a big contract because they're always going to know they have him by the balls and they kept him out of the deal from getting a big contract so the league is fucking cutthroat in that way. But once you sign that big one, you're in there forever. It's really hard to get you out unless you do some stupid-ass shit um, like some of these guys have done. Killing a person on drunk and driving or fucking um, killed themselves or got killed. What about got- Urban Meyer? Why can't we get rid of Urban Meyer? Well, the NFL did. He ain't going to come back to that league. Um, college? Because he wins college football games. I mean... Ugh. I don't know. So do I, but I can't get higher. I guess Netflix is bigger than grabbing a girl's ass at a bar. Um, or, uh, I mean, yeah. all of the people. Yeah, you can ask Zach about a million other things. <laughs> um, I don't I, know. I firmly believe, even with the Aaron Hernandez thing, Urban Meyer was there and he could have done something to help him. He could have been a real coach and yeah, helped that get out. I agree. I agree. Um, this is an alarming NFL trade to happen uh, the Saints uh, traded Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who's a big time NFL starting, cor- uh, you know, safety DB type corner, and he can go play multiple positions. Eagles got better on defense, um, and it had to be a contract dispute, or the Saints are not getting rid of this guy. I mean, it is what it is. There's no way you get rid of him. For, for a fifth rounder or whatever the fuck they got from the Eagles. They did not get a lot back for him. So that's how this business is, man. This business is really cutthroat. It's really fucking cutthroat. And uh, I don't know. Uh, if you, uh, this is a feel-good story. Have you seen this? My buddy posted this. He's a, He played corner for me. I want to talk to you about who posted this right here. This guy right here, I am Dilworth. He played corner with me in college. In junior college specific, he locked down Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. He had, Chad had one catch in that game. He's a Florida boy, uh, came out to Compton with me, 
and played corner, was a lockdown kid. Actually went to Alabama State later on because uh, of grades. He balled. He was a lockdown corner. He locked down. But anyway, he posted this. Homeless teen accepts spot on an HBCU basketball team. That is the shit we need to see more of. We don't see enough of it. Yes. We don't see that type of shit. I'm glad somebody gave got him off the street. Um, but then you got this type of shit where this kid is trying to get somewhere and get the fuck out. And then you got Delonte West that has been there trying to go where this kid is. Makes fucking absolutely no sense. Though you're trying to go back in the street? Like, I don't know. Uh, do you watch golf, Sarah? Because I'm I'm big with golf. Obviously, Pat Perez, good friend of mine, live live golf. Okay, so who are the six? Is the six guys that came over to live? Yeah, big right there. Cam Smith, number two ranked golfer in the world. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is another top ten, I believe, number nine. I want to say. Uh, and then Harold Varner, uh, one of the only few black golfers in the on the tour, has came over as well. He's an up and coming kid. I think he's ranked top thirty or something. Um, so they're gonna they're in Boston as we speak. That's where Pat Perez is. That's where I was supposed to be. This is a pretty good deal here. This is uh some big names coming on over. So now the live has got even more competitive. Um. And I'll be honest, Sarah, the PGA needs to be sucking the Liv's dicks because the Liv just got Rory McIlroy $18 million right. uh, from winning that tournament the other day. So $18 million is not bad money, and they never got even close to that before this Liv group came in and started showing this money and throwing it around. So I don't, you know, it is what it is. I don't even care. Uh I'm just like, fuck it. I want to see what happens. Um, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. And the PGA should come out and say, you know what, Liv? I'm, we thank you. That's where it fucking should. That's what <laughs> should happen. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what should really happen. I'm like, dude, when are you going to real recognize? When are you going to really be honest and come out and say, thank you for allowing us to make fucking a bunch of money because before we kept getting fucked. And I... Like like Brian Erlacher said, I just like golf. We want to watch golf. Fuck, why not have two leagues? It's like the AFC not having the NFC, saying that right. the Chiefs win the AFC. You can't play the Rams in the NFC this year because you two have a problem and there's a beef. So we're just going to play in our own league in our own conference. So, I mean, it's stupid. Like, there's multiple leagues out there. It's competitiveness. And I, th- I take it back, Sarah, to where we are right now. Look where we are in life. We're a bunch of soft pussies that don't want to compete in anything. And now you have the same thing going for this. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I do give this. This is some sad news, but it's not sad to me. That's the thing about it. It's not sad to me. A lot of people will say it and show it as sad. This kid right here got killed by his daughter. Uh, his this kid got killed by his uh, girlfriend's daughter. I got, he I was trying the, to break in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you're going to break into my house and and you're coming after my daughter, you're going to die. And I, and I'm sorry. And yes. That is what I'm not sorry, but that's what happened to you. And everyone's sorry. Oh, why? I mean, I don't get it. He tried to break in the house, obviously, and come after my daughter. You're going to die. Now, I don't know anything other than that. I don't know the scenario. All I know is. That you were trying to get into that guy's house. And if it's the guy's house, whose it is, it's the dad's house, then I don't know. Out here, you got the right to kill a motherfucker walking in my house. So, uh, I don't know. You know, we're going to we're gonna see what happens. Um, but Sarah, the, the, the MMA UFC guy, 
He's in jail right now because he killed a fucking pedophile or shot him or whatever that tried Who? to molest his da- uh, daughter. Uh, I forgot his name. The guys in the chat know. We talked about him a few months back. Um, one of these UFC MMA fighters was in jail right now without bond because he, uh, he fucking, one of these pedophiles fucked with his nieces, I think. Um, and he caught him. And I believe he shot him or something. And it was like out in the street, and he's in jail now. He's like a big time uh, Kane Velasquez. There you go, Cody. Wow, Kane Velasquez. Yeah. So, uh, I I I think that he should be vindicated too. I think he should be let off. That's just what I think because I think we allow so much to happen, but there's no consequence. And when you fucking finally bite back instead of bark, 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 you actually bite. Uh, that is what's going to change the fucked up world we live in. And until we but do we that, should, we should release Brittany Griner. <laughs> huh? I said the argument isn't about something like this. It's about, hey, let's go save Brittany Griner for yes. uh, smuggling, drug smuggling Thank in you. another country. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great point because we're worried because we're soft. We want to fucking do the soft shit. We don't want to do the right shit. It's like, fuck, dude. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, it's fucking crazy to me. I don't get it. No, our it's our world is so bizarre. I talked to my kid Calvin Jackson. He's gonna come on the show. Uh, he was released yesterday by the Jets. Um, talked to him yesterday, and he's got some teams. I'm not gonna announce it, but he's got a few teams that are interested already, or he has the option to go back to the Jets. So that's gonna be good news for him. I'm glad. I'm happy. He's he's in good spirits. Um, he he did he exceeded expectations in my opinion. So, um, oh shit, out of sleep. <coughs> bless you. <coughs> bless you again. Um, bless. Uh. Eddie, Eddie Miniweather, it's Brittany Griner, not Grinder, motherfucker. This ain't a fucking the Grinder restaurant, homie. God damn. <laughs> um, yeah, Mark C. Cain uh, Velasquez hunted a dude down, and I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Um, Brian Martinez, I ain't got no fucking COVID. If I got anything, it's the, it's the regular flu, motherfucker. It ain't no COVID, but I don't have anything. I just I just sneeze, motherfucker. See, you like the Twitter gurus. You just uh, assume some shit because I tweet. I sneezed and shit. Um, oh man. Um, all right, let's get into the AFC West. AFC West. Oh gosh, let yeah. me pull up. My you list. never told us how old you were when you had sex, but we're gonna keep. We're not gonna worry about mm-hmm. it. We're not gonna mention it. You know, we're not gonna go back. I was thirty. <laughs> what are you thirty one now? Fuck. I'm 30, forever 30. Me too. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday is going to be enjoyable. Tomorrow, uh, I mean, uh, later on today, Sarah's DMs are going to get slid into. So, um, yeah. I would send see. them to Christian. I didn't send them to Christian. I thought we were going to do it Thursday. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I would send him one. No? All right, today you don't want to do them? Um, we do something. All right, let's see. Um, let's see. I want to get into that. I want to get into so we've got, the, uh, this fucking Twitter thing. Oh, Paul Rudy. I was on a show today. 
So I had to do a ESPN affiliate radio oh. radio show earlier. So I've uh, been busy as fuck. You should talk to people about how busy you are or we are. Fuck, people don't really. Oh my god, you guys! So he's been doing all that he's doing. Today I had like I literally did not have time to eat and or think because we're trying to put this show together and we're trying to come up with really fun segments and and have a consistent like schedule of everything that we're talking about and then we also have like outside of the show our other careers and I mean coach JB I feel like you have so many people wanting you to talk all of your stuff and and come on their shows and and give your insight and then i have uh, where i'm trying to finalize for my photo shoot and coordinate with one of the other i can't say like everything but one of the other models and we're trying to get our schedules aligned and she's so busy i'm so busy and college football has started i have the month of september is always crazy because both my daughter's birthdays are in september damn yes and then my husband's birthday was just last weekend so sounds like a tough life I know. And and then, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people understand. They see us on social media and they're like, oh, you know, it must be really nice. But we have to fucking hustle. We have to grind for our dollar. And it's not just, oh, let me post a picture. You've, there's so much shit that goes into that. Like, I had to go get my lashes done today. And that takes an hour where I can't have my eyes open. And I actually don't. <laughs> Most women enjoy that shit. And I'm like... The whole time I'm sitting there hyperventilating because of all the things that I could be doing. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to call this person. I need to get on the phone. I need to schedule this, and I need to get this done. And and then I, I homeschool all four of my kids. So I'm the fucking principal, superintendent, whatever. And, and Matt, you know, he does it a lot, too. So it's just us Shout two kind of splitting out. the load. Shout out to uh, saying his name. Good looking out. Um <laughs> It's a lot. And then you have all your dogs and. <laughs> hey, people don't see that shit. They just want the fucking Mm-mm. product at the end of the day to be good, right? Right. They don't give a fuck how the, how the fucking shit is made. They just. Hey, people don't want to know what goes into sausage, how you make sausage. They just want to know that it's fucking good at the end of the day. It could be rat, possum, fucking grease. You don't know what's in that shit. They don't want to know either. You don't want to know what they make sausage with. I don't eat sausage. I don't eat real sausage. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, if you eat it at all, you're fucked. Because... (laughs) I had a girlfriend one time. Her, uh, uh, you know, just regular conversation, but she was talking about how her husband would not let her do that. He's like, your teeth are way too large. And so she was like, I just don't know why he won't let me. And I'm like, bitch, it's your teeth. <laughs> Go suck them. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. I have to, we have to have a whole discussion on oral sex one day. I think uh, a lot of you guys and I'm and I bet you guys are even probably worse. Uh, See, it's easier for a guy, I assume, right? I've never, obviously, uh, 
put my mouth on any round cylindrical objects. So, <laughs> but I would think it's easier for a guy to just find the clit or whatever and go to town and try to be somewhat good at it. Other than a girl having to put that member in her mouth and figure out how to be good at it. So I guess it would be easier for a guy. But at the same time, some girls struggle, man. I'm be honest. It's like, fuck it. Don't even do it. Don't even fucking do it. Get it out. Move it out. Get it out. And if the shit don't get hard while it's in your mouth, then you're not good at it. Oh, my God. I wonder if that's ever happened to somebody. Oh, fuck. Happened to me. What do you mean? Um, I would be so mortified. What? If the dick didn't get hard? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to get it, go- like, that means you're bad. Yes, it is. It makes it real bad. Like, oral sex should be the one thing that gets both parties going. Right? Or no? Yeah. Now, if the if 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 the if the woman smells like badussy, that's balls, <laughs> dick, and pussy combination of all three. And then we have a problem. And if the guy I'm sure there's guys that are out there that that smell because they're fucking nasty, dirty fucks haven't washed their nuts or fucking. Uh. Yeah, that just makes me uh, like cringe more than it does. Like, I just can't imagine that. But anyway, (laughs) if the, if it smells good and it tastes good, then it should be good. Oh, well, there's a lot of things you don't know about as a girl. And then when you get married, you're like, what the fuck? Like, this motherfucker just farted. <laughs> I'm not going down on him. <laughs> like, if they would have showed that in sex ed, I would be a virgin. Like, w- yeah, people don't. Yeah. When, though? <laughs> when did they fart, though? Mm. When did they fart relative to you going down there? Right. I'm just saying, I'm asking you. Don't you. Know I'm I- asking you. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to go down there if, if I, if any of that's going, like, you're going to take a shower. A shower ain't clearing no fart. A fart's gone. Well, you're going to wash all that up before I go down there. That has to be a mind control thing right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, nurse court. You know, too, nurse court. Stop playing. Um, <laughs> I want to show some breaking news real quick. Uh, I am determined to ban assault weapons in this country. I did it once before, and we'll do it again. That's Biden. Um, Also, have you heard this one? Sending monkeypox vaccines to large gay pride events nationwide. But we're going to continue to defend the LGBTQ made-up humans. We're gonna, we call them made-up humans here. We're not going to say anything else. We're never going to say anything other than made-up humans. You guys know what uh, made-up humans are. Made-up humans is that group. Um, we're sending monkeypox vaccines to the made-up humans, man. Like, what's going on? Um, some more NFL news. Jimmy G's contract, six and a half million guaranteed. Uh, Lucy's in the house. She loves Jimmy G. She probably gets wet over him every day. Yeah, he's pretty. 
Oh, fuck. Pretty is not an, uh, a descript- uh, description that I want a man to be known for. Right, right. Right? That's not. Uh, Don't you want, like, how do you describe a man? Don't you usually say, okay, he's, 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 he's strapping, he's rough and rugged, but he's sexy, he's handsome, he's man, he's, he's, he's masculine. I don't know. Like, I want a man. Like, I want a freaking man. Like, yeah. he, he looks like what? Just he looks like, like a bitch, don't he? Well, uh, yeah, like if you take longer than me, I don't want to be with you. Does he? He's look at him. I don't look at him. I don't give a fuck how that motherfucker looks. I'm not getting uh, <laughs> wet over him. Um, <laughs> He's pretty though. Like he has like pretty features, but not manly. Like Mike Rabel. Matt said I went too far. <laughs> He goes, he's like, I posted, I reposted, huh? You like Rabel? That's a man. Like, that is, he, that's kind of What about the, what about the Lions guy? Mm, I don't, I'm not really, he's not really Too, like, too defined chiseled or something? Is he too defined? I don't know. He's just. I mean, he's rugged, but he's just not my type of rugged. Like, I want somebody like my husband who, who gets in bar fights and who is, like, just enough bad boy, but also really intelligent. Nah, I hear you. Um, but, I, like, the first thing that really attracted me to Matt was he was like, I'm going to change the oil in your car. And for me, I was like, what do you mean? you're going to do it yourself. And he's like, yeah, we're all, how else would I do it? I'm like, Oh, you're not going to like take it to the dealership. Damn. <laughs> but that's because that's what I was used to. And then I met him and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like he's going to have oil on him. He's going to mow the grass and be sweating with, with grass on him and dirt. And, Oh, <laughs> I mean, I do all that shit, too, and I got nothing but fucking side bitches to think of. That's all I got. I, I don't, so I don't get to Because you're in California. You I, need to come down and get a southern girl. I don't get to hear the, 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 uh, the, the, the after. You know, I don't get to hear that part, what you just said, because I'm just like, you know, wham, bam, get the fuck on. I got to go. Um, but anyway, um, eh, you know, we'll see. Um no, I don't know. Ah, shit. I don't need no bigger yard. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um, I think I think Hard Knocks airs tonight. Uh, I don't know if there's any more. Is there another one next week before they go to Arizona or what? I don't know how that works. Um, I will not watch Arizona, though. I don't get along with uh, with uh, the other one that fucking Lucy likes, the other pretty boy, Kingsbury. I don't get along with him. Um, I don't, I don't really, like him. I don't get along with him. He's a weirdo fuck. I don't like, uh, I, and I don't like that roster besides JJ Watt. I don't really fuck with that roster too much. So I don't know. Um, well, so the radio stations down here are talking about Tom Brady like we did yesterday. And they're like, they're saying the same exact thing that you said in regards to it being, there's something deeply wrong. Really? Yes, but 
I'm over here like, you know, measuring where they put the filler in his cheeks. And I'm like, that's totally filler. His face looks the same, but this is elevated. And then you could see the eyes are elevated with the Botox. So I just really think that he went and he got filler and Botox. Because you can't sweat after that. So then that could have been why he took a, you know, a leave. He, you can't sweat. Yeah. He, if he was a brother, though, he'd be called a crackhead. I'm going to tell you right now. It's, un, it's, it's ironic how stereotypes work because the white boy, the white boy has a stereotype of being a fucking speed or meth head or something else, which can easily be equated to what he looked like. I'm not going to lie. But he has a lot of crack-ish. He has a lot of crack ish tendencies going on right now after that picture i saw yesterday um christian do you have that picture um that is who he looks like that is scary he looks like the alien sucked him out of himself but it wouldn't be crack or meth because he's a a pretty boy girl crack will do that really all right let me let me let me break down being from the hood i want to break down one thing See these two jaw pieces that come into the butt chin? Those lines? Uh-huh. Those lines right right there? Yes. That is the first determining factor of when teeth start to decay. And when teeth decay, it is from meth and crack. And then your jaw starts to come inwards towards the teeth that are decaying because there's no matter to keep it out. So your jawline starts to creep inside your mouth. And that is what the fuck that is. So I'm I'm not saying it's a crackhead. I'm just saying that is fucking really disturbing to hear that. Especially when you I have a model wife. I wonder if he has wife. veneers. Huh? I said I wonder if he has veneers. Because if he has veneers, then they wouldn't decay as far as like tooth decay with the drugs. Would they? No, but I don't. I don't think he does drugs. I would hard press to find out, but you never know, man. P- money makes people do weird shit. Uh, it's just unfortunate. There's a lot of people in this. It's so crazy. I never, never would have thought. I, I was always, I guess, with you know, I, I like, I like marijuana, but um, I was always afraid to die. I love life so much that I was always afraid to die. Now I'll get drunk and I'll smoke pot or whatever, but I'm not like anything above that really scares me because I have four babies that that I'm all they've got. They don't have grandma, you know, they don't have that. They don't have aunts, uncles, cousins, nothing. So for me, it's just, I would be afraid to die. And in this industry, so many people do cocaine. It's so crazy. Jay Henry. Is you shitting me with that picture? Is that really the picture you took from Last Chance You with Builder Bob? Is that your profile picture? Um, I, I, all right, th- here it is. I got to break this down. I, and, and I don't get how he has a model wife. Um, okay, Jay Henry is your biggest fan. Jay Henry, you, you call in right now. I want to hear. You better fucking have a good-ass fucking question or I'm going to cuss you out like I did in Indy. Um. There, there it is. Call in, Jay. The whole chat has been waiting to hear you talk to Sarah for fucking six months. You better come with it right now, and you're going to get a couple seconds to talk to her because we got a lot of shit to get to right now. So don't fuck this up and piss down your leg. 
That's what I'm talking about, Wido. Um, we got to talk about the AFC West quarterbacks, though, because that's going to be very interesting. Um, do you know who they are, uh, Sarah? Because you're going to have to ask me those <clears throat> questions. I thought we asked. Derek no, Carr, Mahomes, Herbert, and... Right. I uh, thought we talked about some of them. We talked about... We, ta- we only Didn't talked we about talk Mahomes. About Russell we, only, Wilson? we only talked about Mahomes. Okay. We got to talk about Carr, okay. Herbert, and Russell Wilson, my MVP. Okay. So... All right, here we go. Here we go, Jay. You better not look like a fucking pedophile, homie. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Hey, uh, Sarah, Jay's a big fan of yours. He's a good dude, great human. Um, I just give him shit a hard time a lot of times. But he he has no filter. He don't care. He let let me know. He fucking loves looking at you. And ever (laughs) since you were on the show the first time, so... Yes, you are very, very beautiful. I'm, I thank just got to say that. Hey, hey, Jay, have you slid into her DMs? Are we going to fucking put your DMs on my fucking show? <laughs> and I, I, let me know now before we fucking... Have you got <laughs> oh in her DMs? God. Have you sent a dick picture to her? I haven't lately. Oh, <laughs> fuck. So you have sent a dick pic to her? At some point in the beginning. Really? You sent a dick pic to Sarah? I think I did. Shut up. Sarah, do you remember it? I think I did. She may go back and check. Hold on. Hold on, Sarah. All right. First of all, time out. We get these. Sarah gets DMs from guys to give her size requests, right? What is it? They want you to tell them the size? They want me to rate them. Man, I don't even know where to go with this nurse court. I don't know where to go with this, Lucy. Um, Jay don't give a fuck. Hey, give it up to Jay. He don't give a fuck. I, it is what it is. Um, but you are a. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> you are the epitome of one, Jay. Um, did you really send a dick pic? I may have. I may have not. It's, it's been a while since I joined up with her. How many? How I, many dick pics? How on. many fucking dick pics you send out there, dog? One, one or two. Just to me, right? It's special. Yes, it's it's very special. <laughs> All right, Jay, what's up? You got a question, or are you just nutted on yourself? No, I actually I woke up from from. Hold up, I just woke up from a nap, so excuse my stuttering. And You're all good, Jay. You're all good, Jay. Like, Relax. Jay, pop in. Jay, pop in. And I was like, oh, Lord. Coach, give them what they want. So here I am. Hey, if you're stuttering, dog, it's a good fucking thing, dog. If you're getting to meet somebody you wanted to meet, then here it is. I made your dream come true. Fuck it. Stutter, nut on yourself, whatever you got to do. <laughs> uh, it is a dream come true. So, uh, Sarah, how... Exactly. Did you get started in this? I mean, I already kind of know, but like, give me the whole backstory. With OnlyFans? Yes. Um. So basically, I just my TikTok blew up. I became viral. Everybody was asking me if I had an OnlyFans. I had no idea what that was, and um, when I looked into it, I was like, hey. I, I told my husband, I'm like, you can, you can do OnlyFans and people will pay to see this or that. We should start one. And so the first day we started one, we made seven grand. And then after that, it just kind of took off and it's never slowed down. 
So that kind of was how I got started. Yep. Uh, All right, Jay. Hey, you got your Seems like you're making question. a good bit of money doing it. <laughs> you, nut. Hey, you got your nut off? Hey, no more dick pics to fucking Sarah. <laughs> All right, Jay, I'll holler at you later. Um, well, shout out to Jay for fucking being, yeah. being so fucking uh, awkward. That's a great job. Um, so That's not awkward. Awkward. That was, ain't shit to you, huh? That ain't shit to you, huh? <laughs> I live in awkward, but I, I love it. Like, I like making people react like, what did you just say? You know, it's fun. Hey, <laughs> fuck it. Like, it is what it is. Jay, Jay earned some stripes today. People, like, fuck it. People love Jay. Fuck it is what it is. Um, yeah, he might have fucking, he almost had a fucking heart attack, I think. I think, <laughs> I think the motherfucker almost had a fucking heart attack. Um. Man, unbelievable. All right, NFC West quarterbacks. Let's get to the NFL quarterbacks. We talked about Mahomes yesterday. Is he going to fall or is he going to ball? I said he's going to fall because of not only his wideouts and Tyreek Hill being gone, the ability to, to, to double-team Kelsey. I don't think Hardman's even close to Tyreek Hill. I don't believe they have a Juju Smith-Schuster's miss not going to be the guy um, that can get – because. Patrick Mahomes has to get the ball out fast. And these wideouts that he has are not that type of crew. So, now, that I might be totally proven wrong. I've, I've been wrong before. I haven't been wrong a lot with quarterback play, but we'll see. Um, okay, so then next we have uh, Russell Wilson. All right, so. He's your guy. Yeah, so Russell Wilson, um, I have him as an MVP contender. I have him as an MVP candidate this year. I think he's going to ball out. I will pick him in my on my DraftKings um, every week. I think I think he's going to ball out every week. Now, is he going to have some ebb and flow up and downs? Yeah, because he's going to play in the fucking hell of a conference A. And then when he gets out of those conference games, he's got to still play in the NFL. So I, I think. Uh, I think that he's going to have a hell of a year. Once he gets used to the elevation, I think teams are going to struggle with their defense. Um, it's going to give him more opportunities to have scoring opportunities and big plays because of their defense, putting him in good position. So I think Russell Wilson's going to ball. I think he's going to be in the final three for the Heisman, Heisman for the MVP. And uh, I think Denver has an opportunity to play in the AFC championship game to go to a Super Bowl. That's how good I think he and the Broncos are going to be this year. A lot of people aren't giving him that credit, I'm telling you. Um, then we have, did we talk, we talked about, let's see. We still got Herbert Ryan. and Carr. So Yeah, Carr, Derek Carr. Well, everyone knows how I feel about him. I think he's overrated as shit. I think he's a bust. I don't think he's very good. I think he don't have the it factor. I think he's a super talented guy. I think he's talented. Um, I think he's got a chance to be very good, um, but he already has been in the league long enough. He's shown us what he is. So I don't know why people think he's all of a sudden going to be this Aaron Rodgers. He's not. He is what he is. He doesn't have it in his fucking blood. So, again, they got good weapons around him. They got him, they got him fucking Devontae Adams, and they did all these things. I still don't see... Him being that guy. And this is going to be the year they decide to get rid of him after this because he's just not the guy. And the Raiders have to move forward by getting another quarterback. And that is what it is. And so, 
Justin Herbert, I think he's sky's the limit. I put him up there with Josh Allen. I think he's a big old freak. I got to see him practice the other day in person. Uh, I think he's a big old freakish athletic kid who can throw it, can get it out. He's got weapons around him. His offense fits him. Uh, he's only gotten better. Uh, last year, he he's had shootout games with Mahomes of the of the of the of the deal. Uh, Carr obviously be, playing them late and lost that Raider game last second. Uh, to go to the playoffs, but um, I think he's learned. I think he's gonna. The team's better this year. I think he's gonna be better. I think he's also gonna be in the MVP watch. And uh, I got five people to watch for. We'll talk about it later. But uh, I'm gonna talk about my five NFL MVP candidates um, to start the season off. And then once the middle of the season goes, me and you will break it down and see if those five still have a chance. And then we'll pick a new five. So. Um, out of that group, I think Mahomes. I think Carr has the worst season of that group. I think Mahomes has the second worst season of that group, and then I think Herbert and Russell Wilson are in the MVP conversation, and they're going to have those two teams battling for the AFC West. Um, and even if the Denver Broncos don't win the West, they're still going to be a playoff team. They're still going to go to the AFC title game, in my opinion. And uh, and that is what it is. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, I want to talk about Matt Ryan, though. Ball or fall? I think he balls like he was a second-year player. I think he's going to get back to his Super Bowl year uh, MVP status season. Um, I think he's a baller. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that is uh, – Having a re, he's gonna have a resurgence year, and I think the Colts are gonna be a deep playoff run team with him. So he's gonna ball, Sarah. Matt Ryan, as old as he is, um, which in real in real life he's not that old, but in football life he is, and I think he's gonna ball, and I think uh, Matt Ryan's gonna find a new uh, passion this year, uh, winning football games. So it, that is what yeah. It is. I think the Colts are they're stacked. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, no doubt about it. People are in the chat asking me if, who would I take? Um, Wilson or Herbert, um, right now, today, it all depends on what team we're talking about. Do do I own? What team do I own? Number one. See, people just, you guys ask these questions, but you don't really fucking know why. You have to fucking know why. You have to have a real... Okay, what team is is, is the, this quarterback going on to? You can't just say those blanket ass questions. You know what I mean? You can say them or ask them all you want, but I don't mean I'm fucking gonna answer them. Uh, or what type of quarterback do you look for? Like, what are the things that you that stand out to you? See, the thing is, there's two there's two kids we're talking about. One's a fucking twenty three year old. One's a thirty fucking five year old. Right. Right. So, like, okay, so I start a franchise myself. I take Herbert because he's got this much more to play. Wilson has this much more to play. And, you know, so I take Herbert if I'm starting a franchise. That's the question that it should have been. Now, do I take Wilson or Herbert? That's really tough because it, it depends on the team I have. It depends on the situation. Are you asking me if it's a for a fucking two-point play to win the Super Bowl? Like, you know what I'm saying? So... It's just so many questions you could ask about that. It's so hard to compare quarterbacks when you when you when you ask that question 
that way. It's not. It's an open-ended question, and you can't just ask it like that. It has so many variables to it. So, I don't know. That's just is what it is. I do agree with Brendan Weeks, uh, who's not a member. You need to become a member because I think you might be a troll. I'm gonna fucking delete your ass out of here. Um, <laughs> I do believe with what he said, though, uh, it is Derek Carr's make-or-break season, but I've been saying that, so that's why I've always said I think that the Raiders are going to make a decision. Uh, by the way, the Raiders cut a first-rounder today. So, Leatherwood or whatever his name is. So, I mean, the Raiders are normally used to doing this type of thing. So, you know, we'll see. Um, that doesn't mean I'm wrong, Eddie. I'm not wrong about his age, motherfucker. He's still 35 years old. I don't care if he plays till he's fucking 40. It don't mean nothing. So what? I'm not saying, but he's not going to be that good. So it is what it is. Remember, Wilson's been hit a lot more than Brady. He runs around. So think about it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think the Colts have a chance, though, Sarah. I do. I think Denver has a hell of a chance. Too. I think Buffalo has a hell of a chance. I think the Colts have a hell of a chance. I think the Chargers are in the mix. Um, I'm not highly keen, so keen on... Kansas City, I'm not so keen on the Raiders. I'm not so keen on the Steelers. I'm not even so keen on the Tennessee Titans this year. I think they take a They're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. And you know the problem, Sarah? The NFC, to me, is a lot easier to go through this year for the Rams to repeat than the AFC is to get to the Super Bowl. So... Whatever team comes out of the AFC, I believe, is going to get waxed by the Rams. I don't know. <laughs> just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you. Um, I'm just trying to tell you. I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't want to get into this best safeties thing. I know we talked about best safeties. I, I, I saw it. Um, my safeties are not going to be your safeties. I know that. There's no way. I, I, there's no way. I guarantee. Who's that, your? Who's that? Who's at the top? I, I guarantee you're like a fucking Ed Reed guy or a fucking oh. probably like a Troy Polamalu. Yes. You're probably with Troy Polamalu or Red Red Reed. You're probably like fucking I don't know who else. I, there's so many better ones. Even though I like Ed Reed, uh, he's not number one for me. Um, so if I had a there's so many safeties that you probably never even fucking heard of. You weren't even born yet. There's so many safeties. Ronnie Lott is, has to be at the top of everyone's list. He's uh, on my list. Kenny Easley, you probably never even heard of, is probably pound for pound, probably the best fucking one of the top five football players I've ever seen in my life. Um, Kenny Easley's unfucking believable. Sean, uh, Sean Waffle in this room is probably the only fucking person that can stay with me when it comes to these old school guys because these guys are the guys that played when they only had a fucking chin strap like this and had no padding in their fucking helmet. They didn't wear fucking rubbers on their head like me and Brian Erlacher <laughs> talked about. Uh, Jack Tatum. If you don't know who Jack Tatum is, you need to go look it up because Jack Tatum is an all-time great. Um... I like Ed Reed. I like Troy Polamalu. Troy Polamalu obviously changed the game for a long time there, and he was consistently good every year. Um, but Sean Taylor got dubbed wrong, you know, being killed and, and dying so young. Sean Taylor right now could possibly be the greatest defensive player of all time, maybe. Um, so, you know, um, 
Darren Woodson was a, a great. Roy Williams, who we had on the show, was great. Uh, people don't realize, I don't know if you guys know, Leroy Butler. Unbelievable Green Bay Packer. Fucking Carnell Lake. If you don't know who Carnell Lake is, he's a UCLA Bruin who went to the Steelers and was unbelievable. Um, there's so many people. I can bring up Andre Dirty Water, Steve Atwater. There's so many guys that I love. Uh, do you guys even know who Laura Malloy is? Fucking Laura Malloy. I do. Laura Malloy was big time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's so many safeties. It's hard to put a top five together. So I-, I would say I would say Kenny Easley, Ronnie Lott, Jack Tatum, Ed Reed, Troy Palomalo would be my top five. But Eric Berry. Um, oh wow, Eric Berry's good too. Um, and I would have I would have like some other guys right there on the edge, but. That's unfortunate that Sean Taylor died because we don't know how good he really would have been. Um, Ronnie Lott was just old school, played with nothing. He didn't give a fuck. He had a broken finger, cut his finger off, said, fuck it, let me play. You imagine any of these prima donna soft pussy fucks doing that now? Fuck no. They wear rubbers on their helmets. Um, so I ran track, and I actually broke my hip during a qualifying race. For the Jayhawk, Jayhawk, Jayhawk races or whatever. And um, I broke my hip in the middle of my 100-yard dash. And I kept running. And the minute it was over, I just froze. But I wanted to win and qualify for that thing. So I was like, fuck it. And then, of course, I didn't get to race. But I fucking qualified. And <laughs> shout out. Shit. Um. Uh- you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I would never imagine breaking my fucking hip. Um, <laughs> oh, man. By the way, Tyro and Matthew, he, he's up there because he's a leader, Slap Richard. Last time I checked, leaders didn't fucking get results, dude. They they do okay, but he's stiff. He's not nearly as good as those other dudes. Um, I like Tyro and Matthew. He actually, uh, I'm trying to get him on the show, actually. Um but he's not nearly as good as the guys we fucking mentioned. So, um, yeah, Sarah makes Alexander said you make him sound soft. No <laughs> shit. Good job. Um, Cam Chancellor, he was good, man. But I don't know if he's played long enough for me to consider as one of these big time, long time guys. That's that's where I stand um, with that one. But Lynch know. is number four on my list. John Lynch. He's number four on my list. John Lynch. Yeah. The white kid? I have Ed Reed as number one. Fuck. Okay. Troy. Really? As number two. Okay. Yes. And then I have Lot, Lynch, Atwater. Wow. And then Matt Cheek. (laughs) Just kidding. Did he play safety? (laughs) He played quarterback. Oh, did he? He would have been, yep. I like Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins was good, Eddie Manyweather, but fuck, homie. Like, do I have, does my list have to be your fucking list, homie? God damn. (laughs) Um, I know. (laughs) What pisses you off? That pisses me off. A lot of things piss me off. That pisses me off. What? So I give my top five. No Dawkins, no Troy Bolma. Like, fuck, no. You don't see him on my list, right? Fuck. 
Um, yeah, I said, yeah, Leroy Butler. That's why I said I, I had him on there on my list. Um, I don't know. Is there any current events we're not up to par on? I know Biden's doing some shit. Anyone have a birthday today? I don't know. Um, Celebrity birthdays. But... How about this shit right here? Oh, God. How about Lamar Jackson wanting 250 because... He did that? I don't know. No, Ravens fans. Oh, hmm. They're stupid. Um, I don't know. My... It's my thing. My thing with the whole thing is if you're going to be an agent and a player, then don't bitch and moan because you're, it's on you. It's on you as a player. It's on you to, as a negotiator now. So has anyone talked about the fucking flooding that's going on in like, where is it? Sri Lanka or something? You know what? Something came across my uh, notifications when I was working out earlier, too, that uh, Baghdad has been seized Man. or overtaken. Overtaken by who? I don't know. I didn't get to read it all. I thought maybe somebody would know. No, all but, I heard it. See, we're not breaking news, fellas. We're asking news. Right. We're fucking asking <laughs> We're you asking you guys hey. because we're so freaking busy that we yeah. have no idea what's going on. I don't give on. a fuck either. That's the crazy part. I don't <laughs> give a fuck about Pakistan. I'm sorry that there's 30 million people out of home, uh, you know, living fucked up. I get it. I'm sorry. But you know what? It's going to most likely happen here. It's going to happen everywhere. And it's unfortunate, but... Pakistan, Alexander. Yes, Pakistan, I hear, is getting demolished with water. And uh, I wish we could just get one day of it here in California and get back on track because we're fucking in a drought. Bad. Well, I wish you would get our rain so I can get some internet. <laughs> and Sarah don't have no fucking internet. Um, <laughs> oh, Baghdad was a bunch of radicals um, after an election, apparently. So they're, it's back to normal. So it's back to being cool, which is totally fucked up. So Baghdad's <laughs> back to being fucked up. It was absolutely fucked. Now it's just back to being fucked up, which is normal. My God. Um, Taiwan did some live practice shooting. So they're probably going to war with China, right? Or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I hope not. I mean, oh, Lord. Joe I, Cor, um, Joe Cor, you're the weatherman. Give me some Pakistan shit. What's going on? I've been seeing some crazy water. What about Dallas? Dallas had flooding. Um, it is what it is. Joe, yeah, Joe we, have to, Joe, we might have to do the weather, man. We might have to do the weather so, every so often. Um, yes, we have to incorporate him since, his, uh, since I kind of told him. That South Carolina sucks. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> um, by the way, oh, he said a super typhoon off south of Japan coming next. Oh, I'm sorry. See? I, I mean, that's all we can say. We're sorry. But we really don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Joe thinks Sarah hates him. 
because uh, I don't hate you. Yeah, she don't hate you. She just said you need to fucking do the fucking weather and not talk about fucking uh, Jamel Holloway and Troy fucking Aikman, homie. Because <laughs> hey, you were wrong. You were fucking wrong. That's all. Uh, does anybody have a birthday? Should I ask that? <laughs> Birthdays today. What is today? August thirtieth. Yeah, you're, let's see if I can. You're, no, August thirtieth is. Uh, tell Matt he's fucking fired, by the way, because he he <laughs> just gave a script. He did a script and he put nothing in there. So I figured you had the shit. So he's. Fired. I would, but I told him I was like, never. Okay, famous birthdays. Oh, he has. He actually has it up on a board behind me. Oh, uh, see, so, you're you're the one so, that's fucking no, up. I can't. You're the one that's fucking up, and now he's I'm fucking up. He is hired. I'm fired. Yes, you have been fucking up. Um, <laughs> but Cameron Diaz, Warren Buffett. All right, time out. Cameron Diaz, Long Beach Poly in the house, high school. Okay. Warren Buffett, Wichita, Kansas. Okay, time out, um, time out. That's why the Koch brothers are fucking all criminals with him. Let me ask you, let me break this down real quick. Whoever in the chat can tell me what person Cameron Diaz went to high school with that has won multiple Super Bowls, I'll give them a free bottle of vodka, signed. Whoever can call in and tell me that right now. Don't fucking go Google it either. Tell me right now. You got to call in right now. The link is in the chat. Whoever the first person to call me and tell me, whoever Cameron Diaz went to high school with that has won multiple Super Bowls, Cheeky, no, you're fired again. (laughs) And by the way, Snoop Dogg did go to high school with Cameron Diaz at the same time, but this is not the person that won Super Bowls because Snoop Dogg never won a fucking Super Bowl. So... Who is the person? Jay, who is it, Jay? Charles Haley. Fucking Charles Haley ain't from Long Beach. Get out of here. You just want to see Sarah, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) No. Oh, Freddie Tolls. Who are you, Freddie Tolls? I don't know who the fuck you are, Freddie Tolls. You're not, you don't have, I said you had to call in, homie. You don't just get to type it in. You can Google that shit. Freddie Tolls, who looks like an ex- a, a fucking troll, um, he is actually oh. he is actually right. It is Willie McGinnis. Um, he went to Long Beach Poly at the same time as Cameron Diaz, same time as uh, Snoop Dogg, same time as uh, a lot of celebrities went to Poly. By the way, so he also so Andy Roddick. It's his birthday today too. Who and Sh- Andy Roddick and Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, the quarterback? The running back from the Seahawks. For the Seahawks? Mm-hmm. He played with uh, Walter Jones, who was on our show. See, I could, bro- I could drop facts all day long on all kinds of shit. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> really. Um, Eddie Manyweather just talks. He just says anything. Um Joe, it says I do weather. (laughs) All right, Joe, what's the weather like? What's going on, guys? Hey, so, uh, yeah, weather's kind of crazy all over the place. Um, I'm dealing with typhoon by Japan. But, uh, yeah, Dallas got cranked the other day. Uh, We had storms the last couple days. Uh, We got about three inches of rain here in Oklahoma City. 
Um, I was looking at the bottles later, or and it looks hot in California, and then you're gonna have a pretty decent cold front. It's gonna hit like Minnesota, Michigan, down to like Indianapolis and stuff like that, and then just kind of move off it. But there could be some uh, some hurricanes. Hey, it's um, hot as fucking. It is so hot right now um, out here. Yeah, you guys, you got no upper level winds above you right now, so there's nothing pushing any type of weather systems around to, to change the change the uh, the atmosphere. Oh, that's of, how it works. So, what's Pakistan's having these big floods? What's going on with that? So, what happens is 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 during certain parts of the year, the way that the uh, the, the pressure systems are. Uh, they push the winds in a certain direction for a long period of time. So uh, right now in Pakistan, you're getting winds coming off the uh, the Arabian Sea. So you have winds out of the southwest, <clears throat> sorry, winds out of the southwest pushing uh, all the moisture in inland. And so when it moves inland, obviously Pakistan is a little bit uh, rigorous, you know, on that western side. And so it, it basically you get orographic lifting. You guys can Google that up. Um, and that basically means is that the moisture is getting lifted up by the topography of the land. So where the mountains go up, the air moves up, and it kind of helps with the uh, the thickness of and, and it rains, just rains, and it doesn't go past those mountain ranges. So it just sits there and pounds the mountain ranges, and it rains, 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 and then you get the landslides, and that's what you see on like uh, CNN. You get all the landslides and everything like that. Now. The, the the difference between that is like in the now when we deal with it we deal with like the ships that go through there and everything like that so we have to be mindful of how crazy the weather is in the ocean also because uh, it kind of just drives all the weather to Pakistan but anyway long story short uh, it, you know six months later the winds shift you know, and come out of the northeast and so it's very dry there um, and so they don't get a lot of you know they don't get snow on the western side of India because the winds are coming out of the, the northeast, coming the Himalayas and everything like that. Anyway, that's... Man, you're fucking big time with that shit. So yeah. then do you concur with what our uh, president said about the weather hitting uh, people of color the hardest? Climate change? Uh. <laughs> and weather, he said, extreme weather. Yeah, he said. Well, he said black and brown people are getting hit harder. No, nah, I don't. Agree, I don't agree with that. I I think it just. It, you know, I mean, obviously, it depends where you live. You know, you're going to get different weather systems and different weather patterns wherever you live. You live in Seattle, you know, you're going to get rain. You know, 70 percent of the time. Uh, you live in, let's say, San Francisco, you know, you're going to get the marine layer. You know, a lot of the time, so you're going to have that cooler air. You live in West Texas, you know, in the summer, it's going to get hot. Um, you live in Florida, you know, you have a chance of getting hurt, hit in the hurricane, but you know, it's going to be hot and muggy most of the time, you know. But, you know, and then, you know, you live in the Northeast and Northern, you know, you live in Minnesota, like where I grew up. You knew once October hit, you know, it's like, okay, you know, you know, you'll start seeing the snow and then you'll start seeing minus 45 degree wind chills and everything like that. So it really depends where you live. Um, and so if you think about where, you know, I, I don't want to get too crazy with this, but if you think about like the, where, where the majority of like the, the African-American, you know, population was in the Southeast part of the United States, that's, you know, history books show that and everything like that. Um, it's generally warm down there. The weather is not too bad. I mean, yes, you do have the tornadoes and you do have, 
you know, certain weather systems like flooding and everything like that, but you don't have the extremes, you know? Um, when I grew up in, in, in Minnesota, all I heard about was Chicago heat waves. Um, I was like, you know, we live in Minnesota, it was 90 degrees and they, and they're shutting down schools and everything like that, but we're going to school when it's a blizzard like conditions outside. So, uh, I don't, I don't agree with that. But, I, but then move, move. Like well, I didn't like it. Kansas weather. It was cold as shit. So I moved to a different climate. <laughs> I did. I did a paper in college once about how people move out of a certain weather system they kind of you know they, they call them snowbirds right but after a right. while they, they kind of miss that weather you know they're like well you know i i i don't i i wouldn't mind like i wouldn't mind going back and experiencing a minnesota winter again to be honest with you i, I got a chance to kind of experience it last year but i was Oof. like i haven't been up there for a long time you know so i was like maybe i'd love to try to do that one time i'd be stupid to do it but i mean it's just one of those things where like people are attracted to go back to where they grew up and be like that's the weather I grew up in. I like it. I really like it. That's what they try to be attracted back to as they get older. So, Well, hey, I appreciate hey. you as always with the weather. Uh, we got to yep. look up. Uh, maybe we might have to do a segment maybe, man, one day. Um, I told you, man, yeah. I, could find, I could find some crazy weather videos and we can kind of go over stuff once, no a, you know, once, a, once a month or something. I don't care. No doubt. Uh, all right, I figure brother, if I, I, if I help you. somebody understand something, it's it's something that I, I've always wanted to do. So. <laughs> All right, brother. I appreciate you. Pretty good. Um, all right. Well, listen. We've already been in over two hours. We're doing a. We're gonna cut it short a little today because we got to get ready for the rest of the week. We got guests on this week uh, to finish the week out. Make sure you subscribe, become a member today. Hit the like button before you get out of here. This is the thing. All you motherfuckers. I'm gonna clap to three. I'm gonna say one, two, three, and you're gonna clap twice, and you're gonna fucking hit the like button. And I'm going to say, win on me, win on fucking three. And you're going to hit the like button. Hit the fucking like button. It ain't that hard. Win on me, win on three. One, two, three. And now hit the like button. Everybody hit the like button right now. Fucking lazy fucks. All right, Sarah, it's been great. We're going to talk off the record and get this uh, show uh, set up for tomorrow. And we have a store and show for you tomorrow. Our show in store for you tomorrow uh, and Thursday, obviously, with a great guest. Uh, one of the guys is from, what, The Bachelor? Yes, he was a contestant, or he was a one of the guys on The Bachelor. Oh, uh, shit, and, Lucy. Um, Lucy loves these good-looking was- guys. He was banned, or not banned, but exiled from Bachelor Nation. Because he's a Trumper or something? Because he's a conservative. Ah, well, he'll be on the show tomorrow. We got Texas Thighs, uh, another beautiful IG model. She'll be on the show Thursday, and then you never know who else we have on in store. Plus, it's going to be me and Sarah talking more real-life football and real-life banter, so stay tuned. Um... Nah, fuck Big Ed, Josh. That's that no-neck fa-fa. Hey, appreciate everybody. Uh, Lucy, you're not invited tomorrow to see The Bachelor, by the way. So, no, you don't come in here because you love these good-looking, cute fucking men So to, that you guys love to say. Uh, Lucy, he's single. He's single? Oh, yeah, ready to mingle. Oh, shit. Lucy? <laughs> well, Lucy's, Lucy's married, too. Nurse Court? I don't know. Jada? I don't know. Uh, whoever else, women out there, we need more women in the chat. We got to get Sarah to get her women in here because we don't have enough <laughs> they don't women like in here. Me, though. Yeah, like we got a woman co-host now. We got to get some women in here and change the demographic a little bit. Um, 
All right, it's been a good to talk that talk. We'll see you tomorrow, 1 o'clock. And uh, don't be a slap dick. See you tomorrow. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. Yeah. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JV Show. The Coach JV Show. Give it to you straight. No chaser. Sarah Blake. Sarah Blake.